Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Hashtag Truth Challenge podcast. On today's episode, I just want to give a mental health update. So I'm going to be talking about a few things. Hopefully it doesn't get too long. I don't know where this is going to go because I don't really have like a whole outline or solid talking points. I just kind of want to hop, skip and jump all over the place. So follow me if you can, okay? So um, if you've listened to any of the previous podcasts, you know that mental health is something that I am very invested in and something that I feel very strongly about. Obviously, moving to a new state, starting a new job, and literally just starting life all over in, what was that, March, has been a lot. And for sure, when I first got here, I was very... um, I was sad, I was homesick, and I would say a little depressed. I don't know if I even mentioned that in previous podcasts. I probably did, or maybe I was actively feeling the feelings, so I didn't quite know what it was. But uh, definitely sad slash depressed because like I'm homesick, I'm away from family, I'm away from everything that's familiar to me. And then on top of that, we're in quarantine, so I can't even like explore or go see the city or do any of the things that I intended to do when I got here, okay? But, you know, fast forward a little update, hence the title. <laughs> um, it's gotten better and I feel better overall. So obviously everything happening with the coronavirus has set me back but y'all this time of quarantine and um isolation has been such a time of intense introspectiveness and just being very intentional about learning myself and working through emotions like I've had the time to do that right so I wasn't working for it was almost two months that I wasn't working and so during this time um and again I've always well not always but I would say over the past like two or three years been so introspective and very into my mental health especially the past year with everything that has been you know, happening in my personal life. And one of the things that I have been experiencing is really coming out of religion and just like churchiness and church activities. Um, If you listen to uh, 2019 Was Trash podcast, then you know the story time about how I feel about church and Uh, religion and God and all that stuff and I was just having a conversation with a friend earlier today and we were talking about just all of this all of these rules that we learned in church over the past eight years like almost a decade and we realized that we spent so much time I spent so much time trying to conform and make myself fit into a category or into a box that just was not meant for me because I thought it was right. People told me it was right. People told me 
that you know this is a certain way that you live for god a certain way that you live for christ this is a certain way that you are supposed to operate when you are a believer right and the past year and just all of the hurt and betrayal and just all of the things that came to light as far as church people people that i was very close to i was just like bruh throw the whole thing away like i don't even want to do this anymore and i'm i'm still kind of at that point right i'm still trying to recover but then also i'm in this headspace where i'm trying not to condemn myself and beat myself up for not being where i think i should be spiritually um for not uh you know just following all of these religious standards that i believe that i was supposed to uphold and when i was talking to my friend earlier like i just expressed like bruh this is the most free that i have ever felt in this past decade of being you know saved and loving god and loving jesus and just being my authentic raw unapologetically real self and i'm so flawed and i'm so broken in some parts of me and i'm so <laughs> like backwards and i'm not saying this in a demeaning way i'm 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 literally boasting in my flaws right now um and it's been so free to be that way like I, of course i'm not doing everything perfect like i i ain't even gonna hold y'all i've barely when i say barely been reading my bible like barely been reading my bible like it's so hard to read my bible only because everything that i know about scripture is attached to something very painful so it's hard for me to read and 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 really just dive into my word like i know i should because it's it's traumatizing <laughs> like i love the word of god but again over the past decade the things that were attached to his word and the people that I attached to his, his word have hurt me in some type of way. So it's just been hard to get to a certain place. But one thing that brings me so much comfort and so much peace is that God knew exactly where I would be at at this time. Like I'm the only one surprised by my spiritual emotional and mental state right now like god is not shocked by where i am and if he knows where i am that means that there is uh grace and redemption and love and still all the promises available to me because god had a plan and he had promises and purpose for my life before i was even born before i was formed in my mother's womb and if he have he if he has walked out my entire life before you know i've gotten to a certain point then i have no reason to uh condemn myself not that i don't feel convicted about certain things because let me tell y'all <laughs> i'm laughing because i'm just thinking about certain things but you know even with being like celibate for eight years and then not being celibate and just feeling like i ruined my life by not being celibate anymore or you know not going to church like i have not well let me that's a lie i was gonna say i haven't been to church since i got to texas but i went to church like two sundays 
And then, of course, we had, uh, you know, quarantine. But I haven't been watching church online or anything because all of it is still so traumatizing. Like, I'm still trying to figure out if I like church. I'm like, God, do I like you? Like, I love you, but I don't know if I like you. Like, it's just, I get very confused. And um, it's hard for me to kind of separate when... God is convicting me about something or when I'm feeling the pressure and condemnation of the things that I've heard from other people over the years. And so literally, I'm just starting over. I'm literally starting over. So when it comes to like, you know, my mental health and over the years, believing that God could completely free me from anxiety and depression and fear and like all of these things, but then also understanding that all of those things make me human and God is okay with me being a human. Um, and not that I have to live and stay in a place of depression and anxiety and whatever other mental things I have going on, but God makes it to where I don't have to stay there. Not that I don't experience those things, but um, there's a way of escape. And I can't, I can't beat myself up for being in a place longer than I thought I would be, right? Because, um, you know, we feel like, or I feel like, I'll talk about me. I feel like sometimes if I'm depressed for too long, or if I have too many anxiety attacks in a week, I feel like, dang well i should have gotten up by now i should be over this by now i should be healed by now or delivered by now or whatever it may be but at the same time like you can't rush your process you know what i'm saying like you can't rush your healing you can't rush your deliverance like you can't rush any of it and you have to be okay with your process and you have to be secure enough that God is with you the entire time that he is for you. He is not against you. Like he is holding your hand the entire time. And that is where I have found the most peace in my heart and in my mind, even though I am y'all, I am so doing this thing wrong by so many standards, but God is just like, He's opening up this whole new way in this whole new world. And I'm so grateful for what he is showing me and how he's showing me to live my life, how he's purposed it for me and ordained it for me. And, and the life that he has for me fits me like a glove. It's not going to fit other people, but it fits me. And so when I'm having moments, like even today, I was at work having or about to have like a full-blown anxiety attack for whatever reason and I really believe it's a combination of things between you know everything happening racially to you know things happening at work to um, you know just being lonely at some points and and you know worrying about the future and just a combination of things that I haven't dealt with in the past like two weeks and it was all kind of coming to the surface. And so even in that moment, like I'm at work and I'm working with my kiddo and I'm doing therapy and I'm just trying to breathe through the moment. Um, because one thing that I'm really good at is hiding when I'm not okay. So I could be having a full-blown anxiety attack or a panic attack or whatever, and you would not know it. If you were around me, you would not know that inside I am in shambles. You wouldn't know it. Um, I've gotten so good at hiding it. And so I have mastered 
coping skills that help me cope in the moment but i don't feel like are effective long term right so one thing that i have you know been challenging myself to do and one thing that i learned from my therapist uh, when i was going to therapy back in florida was that when i am ex about to experience an anxiety attack in that moment for one i try to identify what triggered me and then i think about the list of things that added to this buildup, right so like in that moment if i'm not able to because most of the time this anxiety happens to me when i'm trying to do something <laughs> like i'm either at work or i'm trying to have a conversation with somebody or I'm just in the middle of something and then here comes anxiety trying to be ugly like no ma'am sorry you can't get away like I'm occupied right now like I'm trying to do my job I'm trying to live my life like you cannot be here right now nobody's supposed to be here period so but in that moment what I try to do is remind myself that I need to come back to this moment right because if you don't deal with something it's gonna continue to build and build and build and then it, at some point it's going to explode and overflow, right? So if I can't handle it right in that moment, like literally can't handle it as in, I'm occupied with something else. I remember that and when I get home or whenever I have time, I go back to that moment, I say, okay, what happened in that moment that you know set me off or triggered me and then i go down a list of things that maybe happened that week or you know weeks prior that i didn't really work through what emotions did i not process what conversation did i have that you know maybe i didn't say exactly what i felt and you know now i'm harboring some type of resentment or unforgiveness or you know i i'm i maybe i didn't say something because i'm i'm concerned about how the person may respond to me or whatever it may be i just try to come back to it and and work through it and that helps me because um i just i can't like i've said before i hold my emotions and my trauma in my body so whenever i don't deal with something it's going to come out of me physically some type of way like either stomach issues um I can get like shaky and jittery as of recently my my anxiety and stress has been coming up as headaches um which have not been fun and at first i didn't know that it was manifesting that way because i was like oh wait maybe i'm just hungry you know maybe i have a hunger headache which i really don't have ever i've never really had hunger headaches but i thought you know maybe that's it and like i would eat something and like the headache would subside but not go away but then it would like pick back up and i'm like okay what what's going on and i realized it's been like stress and anxiety just like just manifesting itself essentially so um as far as my mental health goes like i'm honestly surprised that as i'm evolving and as i'm growing and as i'm just you know being a human being that <laughs> my anxiety is evolving and like changing with me and it's changing how it manifests and it's changing how it's showing up in my daily life and so i'm having to reevaluate when something is wrong with me right because 
when you have anxiety literally it's just your body telling you that something is wrong that's literally all it is and sometimes it's more heightened depending on how we process you know daily situations and interactions so i'm having to reevaluate how my body and my mind is telling me that something is wrong you need to stop you need to think you need to relax you need to take a nap listen naps are important you need to go to sleep sometimes and that's just it like bro like go to sleep like just take a nap you need to chill out you need to relax you need to let your body reset maybe you need to take some vitamins maybe you need to just go on a walk that has helped me i went uh, on a walk around my apartment complex the other day and that calmed me down it was nice outside i got some fresh air i was able to breathe like it just felt good so i have been finding um joy and peace in the most simplest things <laughs> so um you know just sitting out on my patio i know i told you guys how i redecorated my patio and i'm so glad i did and just sitting out there in my chair and looking at my plants and taking care of my plants like i can't believe i'm a plant mom and you know going on walks or just sitting in the car for a long amount of time when i get off of work like just sitting in front of my apartment complex in the car sometimes for like an entire hour has been the most stress relieving thing ever y'all like i just feel so good and i feel like i can just de-stress and you know decompress and just let out everything that has happened throughout the day in just complete and utter silence and i love it i love it um another thing that i want to touch on like kind of going back to god and um just my relationship with him i don't know if you guys saw i posted a video talking about soul ties and if you don't know so soul ties is a very 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 uh common term in church and essentially what a soul tie is um, by the church's standards, for the most part, a soul tie is when you have sex with a person, they leave a piece of themselves with you and you leave a piece of yourself with them. And this is something that I have believed pretty much like the past decade. I was celibate for a long time, mainly for that reason. I'm like, okay, I don't want to have sex with someone and get a soul tie, which it's like in the moment, I'm like, okay, you know, I'm too much to deal with on my own. So I can't have someone else's soul baggage with me, right? So just having sex isn't worth it based on soul ties. And so this video that I watched was the title was soul ties are a scam and so i i watched the video clip which which was about like eight minutes or so and i ended up watching the entire youtube video was it was almost like two hours but essentially this this woman and she was a black woman she's a black christian um feminist she went to seminary and she's well versed in the bible and so many other things and basically her argument was like where is soul ties in the bible <laughs> And she was like, it's the only reference to soul ties is um, David and Jonathan. And they had a soul tie because 
they were so close they were like brothers and please fact check me please do not take my word for this just because i'm saying it please 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 go look it up go google it google is you know here and relevant amen amen but essentially the argument was that um there was only a soul tie between david and jonathan because they were friends and essentially jonathan only wanted a covenant or a tie with david um so that he wouldn't kill him essentially what it was saying was there it doesn't make any sense for a soul tie to happen just simply through a sexual experience right because if you think about your soul what is your soul your soul is your your mind your will and your emotions so your mind the way that you think the way that you process information your will what drives you what what pushes you what what makes you complete a task right and then your emotions right uh saying how you feel about something whether you're happy you're sad and just being vulnerable and sharing your emotions and i found even for me personally that i have created soul ties more through too much conversation than a sexual experience and really never a sexual experience like just just to be completely honest if i'm just out here okay and if i have sex with a person i feel nothing towards it like i don't it's not like i have sex with you and i'm like in love with you or that i even really like you like i liked you enough just to have sex with you <laughs> like that was it but if i invest my time in t in telling you how i think and the things that motivate me and and that drive me and being vulnerable and sharing my emotions with you that's how soul ties happen for me um even this last situation that i was in and i was just telling my friends i'm like bro i'm sad because i miss this boy and like he don't like me and all this other stuff and i had created soul ties simply through sharing too much too much conversation sharing too much with a person that does not want to be with me <laughs> essentially and so now it's just like all of these things that i'm i'm learning now and comparing it to the things that i've learned in church throughout the years and i'm like bruh like we really be out here believing stuff just because somebody says it so it's like now i'm dissecting everything that i know about god everything that i know about the bible everything that i know about the things that i've been taught over the years and i'm dissecting it all and reevaluating what i believe and why i believe it because i was literally celibate for an entire eight years because of soul ties that now i'm coming into the realization don't exist through simply a sexual interaction because even if you think about it this was the example that the woman gave on the podcast or video that i watched she said if a woman for instance if she gets raped you mean to tell me that god protected her from a soul tie with that person but did not protect her from the violation of the experience itself like that doesn't make any sense and she's right that makes no sense so and and even now i'm thinking of the scripture guard your heart like we need to guard our hearts because sometimes we so much flows out of our hearts and we create these connections with people 
and we we just end up sharing too much and we become too vulnerable at the wrong time with the wrong people and then we're attached right because we feel like we've we've literally given them a piece of us right again our soul our mind our will our emotions we've shared our mind our will and our emotions with these people and we found a connection with them some type of way and then when it doesn't work out I've shared so much of myself that I feel like I can't get back now. I feel like I can't redeem that time. And I, and now I feel like I don't want to start over. And I don't want to share this with the next person because I shared it with you. And I, I, wanted, I wanted to share this part of my heart with you. And, and now I don't want to do this with another person and start over and be vulnerable again and trust again and all these things. So that was one thing I was thinking about and just a lot of things like even sexuality like just in the bible and as a christian woman and how there's so many rules and regulations as a woman how you are supposed to operate in and in your body and who it belongs to and just god creating us as sexual beings but the church not talking enough about sexuality and being sexual and simply telling us not to have sex like bruh that has been so traumatizing and one of the things that I know I'm not the only person like struggling with this um one of one person that has inspired me greatly is Melissa Fredericks uh her podcast is called the love hour and she inspired me to start this podcast and she also grew up you know very churchy in the church she was um not celibate but a virgin until she got married but then even within her marriage she then found herself struggling with being sexual because her entire life she had been taught that being sexual was wrong and you know learning your body and and things that you like and all that like it was all wrong it's all dirty it's all nasty and you shouldn't do it when really that's not the case like this is how God created us and I just want to learn more about how God designed me to be rather than just suppress the feelings of how he created me. You know what I'm saying? So I've been thinking a lot about that and just being free in who I am, no matter how sexual I am, no matter how <laughs> depressed I am or how anxious I am in the moment, just being free to feel every feeling because God designed me that way. He created me to feel and all of these things that I am feeling, he created a space for it. And I, now I'm simply trying to relearn what that space is. Um where what what has what space has god created for all of these emotions that he's given me and all of these feelings that he's given me to to fit where do they go so uh that's been something i've been thinking about a lot and it's been you know kind of making me just a little anxious and it's been it's been shocking it's been eye-opening it's been enlightening because again there are there's so many things that you just don't talk about in church that are just so taboo per se and it's not everybody it's not the whole church y'all this is just my personal experience but now just trying to unlearn all of those things and learn not only who god is but how god sees me how god created me and how i fit into the plan that he has for my life 
as an individual. Um, and so again, like, yes, I've been struggling to process everything. And I'm, I'm, I've, I'm just so grateful for this time of quarantine and just everything that has happened. Like it's made me, you know, dive more into this podcast and everything else. But I'm just so grateful for everything that has happened and where my mind is at this point. Because like I said, this is the most free. This is the most free that I have ever felt on my walk with God. And it feels great. Like it's it's a roller coaster. And one day I feel very strongly about something. And the next day I don't care about it. But I'm just so free that... I know that God is just allowing me to be who I am. And there's so much, just just so much peace in that. And I'm so grateful for that. And so I've, I've found the joy in so many small things. And I've found joy in very unusual places. Um, when I first, again, when I first moved here and everything that has transpired over these past few months, I just knew it was it it was going to be hard on my like, brothers is hard it's never going to get better like i don't know how long i'm going to feel like this because it's already been a year that i feel like i've just been in limbo with my spirituality and my mental health and my purpose in life and that's okay I'm coming to grips with like, you don't have to have it all figured out. You don't have to have all the answers. You don't have to jump into this space to feel like you've arrived at a certain point. Because here's the truth. You never really arrive. You're always growing. You're always evolving. You're always learning. Um, I was just telling someone that um, you know, as we grow and evolve, I feel like for every season in our life, God gives us an assignment, right? So overall in life, we have a purpose, but each season of our life, we have an assignment. And I feel like there is a certain person that I need to be for a particular assignment. And when that assignment has been completed, I then have to evolve for the next assignment. So it's like, I'm being forced to grow because there is another layer of me or another dimension of me that is necessary for me to complete the next task. And so sometimes that process of becoming who I need to be for the next phase is longer than you expect, right? Because you think you just, you have this aha moment or this revelation of, okay, this is what needs to happen or this is who I need to be, but it literally does not work that way. It is literally full circle taking me over a year to get to this point where I'm okay with not being okay with being emotionally aware and vulnerable and open and real and authentic and then understanding that this is exactly where God wants me. And just struggling the entire time thinking that I have to hurry up and get out of the struggle, get out of this struggle with myself, but I don't have to. God literally wanted me to understand that I see where you are. I I know where you are. I see your heart. I see your mind and it's okay. And I need you to be this vulnerable. Like that's, that's the entire story. Like God sees me 
He's not mad. He's not upset. <laughs> he knew exactly where I would be before I got here. Before the foundations of the earth, he knew that I would be right here making this podcast. And for that, I'm grateful for a God that that already knows. Oh, there's so much peace and comfort in that, y'all. That's it. That's all I wanted to say. So if you're struggling right now, just know that it's okay. 2020 is not canceled. Um, your plans, your purpose, your intentions, they're not canceled. God knew exactly where you would be. He knew we would all be right here, right now. He knew that you would be in the mindset that you're in, that your spirit would be in the condition that it's in, that your emotions would be where they are. He knew that already. So it's okay. We don't have to rush ourselves out of this uncomfortableness and that it's okay to be uncomfortable and we have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And so... I'm happy about that. <laughs> I'm really happy about that. Well, y'all, this has been another episode of the Hashtag Truth Challenge podcast. Um, as you heard in the beginning, please like, please share, please subscribe, please rate, comment, all of those things. Um, you can find me on my Instagram at Tamia Salise. That's at T-A-M-I-A-S-A-L-I-C-E, where you can see all the updates and see what I do on a day-to-day -day basis and see all of the posts that I post on my stories that are very triggering, for me at least. Anyways, I just want us all to be emotionally well, spiritually well, mentally well. And, and by well, that means sometimes we're just not okay. And admitting that you're not okay. Anyways, I'm rambling. Thank you for listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you for supporting. Thank you for listening. I love you all. Peace.